So hi everyone, this is Kim Davis at DMN welcoming you to yet another one of our one-on-one -on -one episodes and very pleased to have with me today Dave Gerhardt, who's VP of Marketing at Drift. Welcome, Dave. Hey, Kim. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Terrific. And our topic of conversation today is actually going to be conversation. It's going to be about conversational commerce, which is a kind of it's a coming term. It's, I mean, from my perception, it's, it's between being a very well-known term and almost being established as a category, but I, I'd certainly like your views on that. But maybe just tell us what conversational commerce is from your point of view. Yeah, I mean, uh, for, for us, we, for us we're, we're focused on, on, on marketing, so we call it conversational marketing. Okay. Uh, and, and conversational marketing for us is really about uh, a scalable way to have conversations with the people that visit your website. And the reason why that's important is because I think sales and marketing like should be a two-way communication channel, but, but it just has never scaled for, for marketing. And marketing technology has been great, but uh, what's kind of happened over the last couple of years is marketers don't actually uh, end up having conversations with, with people who want to buy from them. And so you send out an email blast to get people to your webinar, but you don't actually want people to reply. You send that email from do not reply at, you know, companyname.com because you can't actually manage, manage those replies. Uh, or you have people that are coming to your website every day that, that want that have questions and want to talk to you. And the, the real reason why is because today, like it's 2019, right? We're doing this, we're doing this interview in April, 2019. Nobody wants to be marketed to, nobody wants to be sold to. And that's because, information is free now, right? Like I could find, if you, let's just say you were like buying from Drift, right? Kim, like if you could find out everything you wanted, you needed to know as a potential buyer about our company with ever, without ever having to actually talk to anybody inside of our company. And, and as a result, that's basically completely changed the balance of power in the buying process. Your customers have all the power today, um, not the company. And so conversational marketing is about really meeting people where they are and, and what they want today more than anything else is when they show up on your website, especially in B2B, they want help and they, want to ha they have questions that they want answered. I think you've hit on what's really revolutionary about this because of course all of us as consumers we've got used to a kind of conversational marketing environment when we're dealing with obvious uh, brands like Amazon, other online retailers where we're used to doing the research, reading the peer reviews, finding out what our friends think, having a conversation on social and then just going going ahead and clicking and making our purchase. We don't need to get bogged down with um, you know, sales representatives yeah. and so on. But applying this to B2B is amazing. Well, what, what, what you said is so important. I, I want to like, I want to go a little bit deeper on there. So basically like you and I, because, because of companies like, um, well take any company, right? I can go on Netflix and I can get any movie I want on demand right now. And I used to have to go to Blockbuster, get in my car, drive there, return the movies, deal with late fees, all that stuff, right? Now I can get Netflix. I can watch any show basically in the world right now on my phone. I can also go to Amazon and no matter the time of the day, the weather, what's happening outside, I can buy almost anything. And so like, because of the, and, and then you have like, you know, ride sharing, right? Uber and Lyft. I can call a, a ride to anywhere right now in two seconds. And so those things that happen, and those are just three examples. There's, there's probably hundreds. Those things have just basically retrained our brains as people, as consumers. That's how we expect to buy. And so then you go to a B2B website and it's basically the opposite of that. And so I think, you know, some people call it like the, the, the consumerization of, you know, it's, it's almost like the consumerization of, of, of sales and marketing where um, there is no more. I, I hate when people say to me, but Dave, you know, we, we sell to enterprises. We sell to big businesses with really long sales cycles. And I'm like, right, but 
those people are people too. They're, they're going home and they're going to go buy something on Amazon. I ordered diapers for my daughter on Amazon uh, at nine o'clock last night. And then I come into work and I'm going to browse the B2B website today. And it's a completely different experience. So we've all been retrained to expect buying to be easy. And so when it's not, you're going to lose deals. And as a result, the only way to win today is to make buying easy. And that is so true in B2B. Well, here's the real practical implication of that. And I think this makes people's jaws drop when they start to contemplate it because we've all, all of us, I mean, publishers as well, have so long been in a world where to get to know your customers, you have to get them to fill out a form. And the truth is today, fewer and fewer people are willing to fill out forms, mainly because they can get um, content and information and experience in so many different places. And that's something which um, the last time I heard you talking to an audience, you kind of knocked people back on their feet by suggesting they should not have gated content anymore. Talk about this form filling thing in, uh, you know, <laughs> how are we going to get away from well, that? So, so it's everything that you just mentioned, but I would also add in addition to that, that technology has gotten so good that you can get almost the right, almost all the information you need from somebody without having them fill out a form today. So, you know, you and I, we were at the Demandbase ABM Summit. Like, Demandbase is an example of a technology like that. Clearbit is an example of a technology like that. Uh, Zoom Info, Datanize, all these types of companies. Any, any like, sophisticated marketing, you know, uh, org today is using, you know, five, six, like, data enrichment technologies so, so they can get all that data without having to add friction into the buying process. And so um, – there's that piece of it where a you can get a lot of that information like company size, revenue, employee count, role, uh, just by knowing somebody's you know a domain that they're they're visiting you from. Uh, but on top of that, yeah, you're, what you said is right. Like people, people, uh, they don't want to fill out forms because they know that they can go get that content for free. I mean, I think in that talk that you saw me at, the example that I used was like. I do this all the time. I, I'm not a paying subscriber to like the Wall Street Journal, for example. But if I if I see a headline that I want to read, I, I kind of Google it and see if I can find it yep. somewhere else, you know, that somebody ripped off for free. Yep. Um, and so I do that. Uh, but, but also, I, I think the other thing is part C of this is like, People know what's going to happen after you fill out that form, right? I know that me, Dave Gerhardt, VP of marketing at a, at a you know, fast-growing SaaS company, man, if I go to your website and fill out a form, I'm getting a call from a BDR within two <laughs> hours, and they, yeah. they are going to hound me for the next three weeks, and I don't want to deal with that. Let's talk about the alternatives. I, I know you've got a great list of uh, – ways in which to engage people, uh, more creative and dynamic ways. Uh, one I, I loved was, we're familiar with chatbots, of course. You can have chat windows which open on a screen, but I love the idea. You can actually deliberately um, configure it so that the chat comes up on top of the form and blocks the form out and kind of says, hey, here's a better way of engaging with us. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's something that we call, like, we call it the second net. And, and that's where we want people, like, you know, I think you, you see a lot of marketing from, uh, from Drift where, you know, we talk about no forms and we, we, you know, have all these no form stickers and it's become a slogan that a lot of people use. But the reality of it is the, the best place to start with, with conversational marketing is it's not replacing your forms because I don't want to have to like retrain how you do things today. But basically we're saying, hey, look, staple this on top of what you're already doing. And what you're going to find is you're going to create a second net for really high intent buyers. Because think about it, right? Who's going to fill out the form? somebody who wants to get an answer later, but who's going to go in via chat, somebody who's kind of hot and wants to talk to you right now. And so what we found is that those people spend more money. 
those deals close faster. And so basically adding that on top of a form is a really easy way to dip your toe into conversational marketing without having to redo everything that you already set up. And it also sounds like when somebody engages there, it flags them as somebody with, with a high intent or high propensity. Exactly. So talk about some of the other ways in which B2B marketers can make the online experience interesting to people. I heard you talk about ways to guide people through the web experience and even through price pages. How, how can we make it uh, less, uh, more frictionless, more, more engaging, more interesting for buyers? So I think a lot of this, honestly, Kim, comes down to copywriting, and, and which is like, I think, the most the lost art in marketing today, which is, um, you know, it, it's about... It, it's about being able to, to tell the, the right message, you know, reach the right message to the right person at the right time. And I think that is a cliche saying in marketing, right message, right person, right time. But I think we, we don't always know what the right message is. Like targeting people is very easy today. Finding the right audience is easy today. Um, but, but sometimes the words and saying the right thing is very hard. And so what, one thing that we think about is like, okay, what are the, what are the very high friction or high confusion pages on people on a B2B company's website? So like the pricing page, the pricing page is usually the highest intent page on somebody's website, but it's also the page where people get confused the most and therefore it's the page with the most friction. So there I would be using a bot on that page basically as my pricing page concierge. And so I'd have a bot that says, Psst, Hey there, uh, I know pricing can be a little bit uh, confusing, but I'm here if you have any questions. And then you can basically program the bot to ask some frequently asked questions. And the amazing thing about that is go to any website in the world, right? The 80-20 rule applies to the questions that they get. I I've seen this at Drift firsthand. Like, eight, you know, 80% uh, of the people that come to our website are going to ask the same 20% 20, 20 of questions. And so you could very easily program a bot to answer the five, six questions that you get asked a lot and provide a great experience for somebody that's on your pricing page, but also let them kind of, you know, give them the option to raise their hand and talk to a human if they want to do that. Now we're talking very much about uh, the online experience, about web pages and so on. What about other channels? There are other channels which are appropriate for conversational marketing. I'm thinking about social texting, anything like that. Yeah, this is this is the part that we're that we're most excited about for the future. Is I think people see conversational marketing today and they 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 think conversational marketing equals bots, but we actually see it being a, a layer that goes across you know any marketing channel, basically any communication channel you have with your customers, whether that's email, whether that's voice, whether that's video, whether that's social media. Because I think back to what we talked about in the beginning uh, part of our conversation is that is you know it doesn't matter where people are coming in from. Somebody's going to come in from Twitter and they're going to have a question right? Or they're going to want help. Somebody's going to come in from YouTube and have a question or want help. Somebody's going to come in from email. Uh, and so we see, we really see conversational marketing being a tie to all those channels. And there's, you know, AI is going to be the amazing piece of technology that can sit across all those layers and handle the stuff that, that humans haven't been able to do at scale before, like manage email replies. So one example of that is, um, a product at Drift called Sifrock, which is a company that we uh, acquired probably when we last spoke in, in September around hypergrowth. Um, Sifrock can, when you, you plug it into your, your inbox and Sifrock can actually go in and mine your email inbox for, for responses based on certain keywords and either, you know, unsubscribe somebody, opt them out of email or, or 
respond back. And I've been using that as a marketer, which is amazing because typically you send out an email to 50,000 people and you, you can't actually have people reply back to you because your inbox is going to be flooded with out of offices or people that have questions. But with Sifrock, basically you can manage all those replies at scale. So everybody gets a personalized response uh, and you can actually have conversations with them without actually having to spend, you know, 12 hours in your inbox answering questions. And let's talk uh, just to, to finish up a little bit about the ecosystem because uh, I think everyone recognizes these days that marketers don't have just one solution, that you need to have solutions which work together. And from what I've been hearing just over the last few weeks, a conversational marketing solution like Drift can fit in with what you're doing either with a specialized ABM solution like Demandbase or with um, a marketing automation tool like Marketo. Um, talk a bit about how, how uh, a solution like Drift fits in with your other marketing solutions. Yeah, so so we we integrate with a bunch of those those platforms that you mentioned, but like I'll call out I'll call out two specifically. So actually, let's talk about three. We can do so. Demand base the the connection with demand base is amazing because basically you can then use all of the information that you get via demand base to personalize a conversation for somebody on your website. So um, I could go to the website and they could say, uh, "Hey, Dave from Drift, uh, did you know that other marketers just like you are doing blah blah blah." That conversation can all be personalized basically because the demand-based data is sitting behind that. Another example is um, Drift plus Marketo. And so Marketo is you know, the, the world's leading marketing automation platform. And so you can basically plug in, you know, plug, uh, plug Drift or conversational marketing onto your website and be able to provide that 24 seven you know, virtual assistant type of experience for everybody, but then pump all that data into Marketo, right? Marketo is where most people have, you know, that, that's where lead scoring happens. Uh, that's where marketing automation and nurturing happens. And so you can think about all the other actions that you'd want somebody to take after they do something on your website, uh, that's possible by connecting Drift and Marketo. And then the last one that's become really popular, especially with, with sales teams, uh, is, is Drift and Outreach because Outreach is a sales engagement tool that, that most sales reps are using to send sales emails, like sequences. Um, and the powerful thing that you can do there is, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're sending out sales emails, you, you send out these emails all day, and then you, you, all you know is if somebody opened them, right? Everybody kind of has email and click tracking. But, but with Drift, what you can do is actually, if, you, if I send you, Kim, an, an, an email with outreach, and then at some point, it could be right now, it could be in three weeks, it could be later tonight, you go to my website, you'll then see a, a, a picture of me and a personalized greeting for me that's like, oh, hey, Kim, saw you got my email, I'm here if you have any questions. And so it's able to close the loop between what a lot of uh, sales teams are doing with, with email follow-up or outbound emails. Excellent. Well, Dave, I think this is a very important space and we're going to be very interested to see how it develops. I'd like to thank you for joining us today and giving us such a great overview. Yeah, thanks, Kim. I, I really appreciate that. And everyone, thanks for joining us and look out for the next DMN one-on-one. -on -one. Awesome. Thank you.